Hello and welcome to Survivor Mates. This is the Australian Survivor Podcast with me, Matt. And me, Amberley. Welcome to Survivor Mates. Who's your mate? I'm your mate. We're going to have a talk about Survivor and we're mates and it's great. That song's getting longer, I swear. <laughs> Pretty sure it's been exactly the same every single time. Right. Um, so, yes. I am definitely not in New York and I am definitely not recording this at nearly 2am after a night of drinking. That is not <laughs> what is happening right now. It's 3.48pm where I am, so I'm also feeling the same <laughs> same way as you. Classic the 3.48pms. Right, but nothing can dampen my excitement over the last three episodes of Australian Survivor because finally it got good. Yes! <laughs> And I feel like everything we ever wanted to happen happened. Both of our least favourite people got out. Oh, oh, it was beautiful. And I and I was like, okay, when Kat disappeared, um, well, got ousted, mm. I was like, oh, I see what's happening. They're trying to make Andrew be the new bad guy so that... And you were like, oh, no, he's in for the long haul. Right, he's going to be there, final three. Yeah. And, oh, God, didn't, <laughs> didn't the producers hate him? Because they set him up oh. to be one of the baddest bad guys I've ever seen. Yeah, I sort of never really understood your real hatred for him, but you must, your instincts were spot on because he turned out to be <laughs> awful. And, like, how many times did he mention in these, like, kind of this week before he got kicked out how he was a businessman and how smart he is <laughs> and how this is just a transaction. And how many times did he get metaphors wrong? I know, I know. It, he loves the old metaphor yeah. and he loves just getting it slightly off kilter. So there was two that I loved. So first of all, he said um, it's like shooting ducks in a barrel, not once. Shooting ducks out of a barrel. But twice he said that. Shooting it's, ducks out of a barrel, I think it was. It's shooting fish in a barrel. That is the saying, Andrew. <laughs> in fact, I don't, like, was he thinking, of like at the Royal Show when you see the ducks go by and you try and hook one and get a prize. Is that what he was thinking of when he said shooting ducks out of a barrel? Look, he's a businessman. He thinks in a business way. <laughs> and if he was to shoot yeah. some ducks, he probably would do it out of a barrel. Right, right. And then the second one was when he said, if you mess with me, you're going to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> You're going to have to go snorkeling. You're going to have a nice time. You're going to see lots of new different varieties of fish. Which is actually lovely. And I, you'll learn something new. I would love to go swimming with the fishes. And then when you're done, I'm going to vote you off the island. <laughs> you, you jerk. And then you won't be on an island anymore and there won't be fishes. So um, if I could he, just... He got them good. <laughs> if I could just backtrack. Yes. You were saying that I was right. I think you, your instincts were dead on. Okay. I mean, I never liked the guy, but I did not understand your complete hatred to, for him. But no, rightly so. All right. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Yeah, I have, um, like, my hatred is few and far between, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. I'm basically Gandhi, is what I'm saying. But um, <laughs> when I do hate on somebody, it is furious. And nobody, <laughs> like, it's pretty much reserved for Andrew in Australian Survivor and Sam from Game of Thrones. Like, every time Sam comes on the screen, <laughs> I just get really, really upset. This, this Andrew. I know you just want to badmouth Andrew for the next hour. We can, we can do more badmouthing Andrew, but there are another, like, 100 people in this show. <laughs> okay, all right, let's go back, let's go back. So this is week number four of Australian Survivor, and finally it got good. And we're basically, we're basically starting out now at, like, the amount of people that are usually in a US Survivor season. <laughs> 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 it's basically where we are. And also, 
isn't our lovely host JP? Isn't his confidence just rising as well? Yeah, he's he's coming into himself. <laughs> That JP. He's starting to go, ah, I, I know how to make tribals sing. <laughs> and he's he's just got a swagger about him, which I love. Yeah, all right. Um, okay, let's let's go back. Start of this week. What happened first? Episode one, Craig is really happy where he is. He has his his clue and he starts looking for it. We get about, we, throughout the episodes, we get a lot of him looking for it. <laughs> no. Which, of course... Is a classic Australian survivor thing we found. People looking for the clue and not finding them. Right. Um, then we go to um, Jenna's new tribe and she's feeling out of it, but she's ready to work with the tribe. I really like Jenna. I like she's in a bad situation, but she's like, all right, game plan. I'm going to do something to help myself. And I think that's exactly what you need to be doing in Survivor. And I think she's playing the game really well, actually. Which is the opposite of Cat. Absolute opposite of Cat. <laughs> because Cat would go, I'm on the bottom. Oh, well, I'm just going to complain. Whereas Jan yes. Louise is like, I'm on the bottom, okay, got to get to work. How do we fix the situation? It's a really interesting um, kind of battle that's forming between Nick and Jan Louise because yeah. I was like, um, definitely Team Nick, but now as Jan Louise hangs around, I'm, I'm swinging around. I'm swinging around. Absolutely. And they're definitely editing her to be better than Nick. Although, I don't know, do the producers love Nick or do they love making him look like a fool? I can't tell, actually, because they leave all of his stuff in, which it could be, like, like I'm sure people say silly things on Survivor all the time and, and the producers would edit, edit it out. But everything that Nick says seems to go into the episodes, which could be them <laughs> being like, yeah, this guy's great. He's explaining exactly what's happening in the game. Or they're like, he's saying these foolish things. <laughs> Let's show everything he says. All I know is that the producers uh, hated Andrew because... They sure did. Man, everything that guy said was set up for a fall and <laughs> just... He was just sitting there so arrogant going, I'm in control. I'm the best. I'm amazing. And then <laughs> just making himself look more and more stupid, which if I was on Survivor, sure, you want to play the bad guy. But at some point you've got to go, look, I have a healthy amount of skepticism about my ability to win this game because at the end of the day, you can't control everything. That's the joy of Survivor. However, he was just blind going for the victory. But some people love playing the villain and he clearly loved playing the villain. He was he was like, this is clearly the role they want me to be and I'm going to go for it hard. Sure, but isn't he also destroying his professional career as well because nobody wants to work with him? <laughs> look, none of us want to be friends with Andrew. <laughs> Anyway, we weren't talking about Andrew. I will keep bringing him up this episode. <laughs> you keep bringing us back to Andrew. But we were, yeah, so we were talking about Is Nick, a part so of you sad that we never get to talk about Andrew again after this look, podcast, Matt? I'm just going to wring this sponge completely dry <laughs> in this episode. I think you might love Andrew. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? If I leave my girlfriend and end up with Andrew, then yeah, this, Andrew. Is, this is recorded evidence that you were right. <laughs> Only time will tell. So then we go um, to the beach and Chris, Christy and Kate are doing some yoga. Mm. And do you – I feel like – and Christy's trying to be a likable person. Mm -hmm. And I just get such a sense of Christy being this sweet little puppy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really enjoy her. Like, she gets so excited about everything and she just wants to be around everyone. I kind of just love it. Also, day one, uh, Christy was a mess. And then all of a sudden she swung oh, around. Oh, yeah, that's true. Swung around to being like, yeah. active. Can I also say, I am warming to Phoebe. 
Phoebe, I think Phoebe is playing a good game. There are some decisions she still makes that baffle me, and I have no idea why she does mm. them. But her like her overall gameplay and the and like the fact she is playing the game and like in like playing the game for her situation, I really respect, and I'm I'm definitely warming to her. But there are still like one or two things she does that I'm just like it. I just don't understand. I I can't get my head around why she does them. We'll get to them, but. I'm definitely warming to her. All, I, all I'm hearing so far in this yes. episode, Emily, is that you are just giving me this beautiful dose of, oh, Matt, you were right the whole time. Hang on. Everything Hang that you on. said from week one was, <laughs> I said, Phoebe's playing, at least Phoebe's playing. Okay, well, you you can explain to me some of the moves she makes later because I, I find them very poor moves, but maybe I'm just not seeing something that you obviously have the, the instincts yeah. of. The all-seeing eye of Survivor that is Drunk Matt in New York. <laughs> so, okay. so then we get to the, the mud challenge, which is one of my favourite challenges. Um, they, they, this is a right. classic Survivor challenge. Cover yourself in mud and, and fill up the bucket as much as you can. Get down and dirty. And I love how everyone looks at the end of the challenge because it's so funny and you don't know who's who. Right. And isn't it – there was two things that I liked about this. First of all, um, how, you know, you love a butt grab. That is a good Survivor challenge. Oh. It's one that has some groping. and This this challenge is only groping yeah. and nothing else. It wasn't Nick getting into flick <laughs> during that challenge. <laughs> I'll help you out, mate. Teammates. (laughs) He's the heart and soul of the tribe. Um, Also, second thing, why was nobody just scooping mud into their clothes? Like as in a kind of... Well, actually... Wheelbarrow. That that was... was, Apparently there's a thing where Nick talks on the... My friend Cassie was telling us that Nick talks on the footy club show or something and he answers a whole heap of questions and he said that that was one of the rules. They weren't allowed to scoop. That was one of the rules they had. No scooping. But I feel like the girls, some of the more well-endowed girls could have perhaps... uh, <laughs> used their assets. Yeah, okay. No, I was going to say, you know, they've, they've got a platform that they could have used better <laughs> if okay. they wanted. I, I understand what you're saying. So in the same way that... Boobies. I'm saying boobies. I'm saying use your boobies to get the mud. Right. Muddy boobies. Right. Like, boobies, boobies, boobies. Like Lee was using his head, there was also another uh, yes. porch. Lee was doing a great job. He was... <laughs> So good. Yeah. Um, but, yes, great challenge. Everyone's getting dirty. It was wicked. Yes. Um, and, like, guys, you're never going to win. <laughs> you're never going to win any challenge. I'm actually enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Yeah. So then um, Sinapu obviously wins. They're going to win everything. Um, and then they get to go to a spa retreat and we have a bit of a cleaning cleaning our bodies montage, which I was a big fan of. Yes. <laughs> um, we had some shaving. We had that's one of my favorite things about Survivor is seeing the like them cleaning themselves. <laughs> oh god, that sounds terrible. Right. But just right. You, you know how terrible and smelly and dirty they must be and how lovely it must feel to brush your teeth <laughs> and to wash wash your body. Like I, I think it was only after a music festival have I seen people look that happy after a shower. <laughs> um but Well, what happens is Jenna went up to Kylie and approached her, which I thought was a fantastic move. Clearly, Kylie is the on the bottom of the tribe, and um, I think that's the right move for her. She can get Kylie and then pull a couple of others in, and then suddenly she'll have. The oh numbers. man, I can't wait to get to the other award challenge that happened around chocolate. The, yeah, chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate award and Sam. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. 
Sam is also a puppy, but okay. So then we go to another cleaning montage, except it's the poor cleaning, poor man's cleaning <laughs> montage of a vow at the beach. Yeah, yep. And everyone's talking about turning the water brown. <laughs> yep. And the water does go really brown around them. Mm-hmm. It's quite, it's quite a sight. Everybody else is looking Pantene Pro V happy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so at the vow, uh, Rowan tries to pull mm. in Connor and Andrew. And once again, Kat is kind of listening. That seemed, that was like a running theme. Kat was always just listening in on conversations. No one really seemed to care when she was around. And then businessman, Andrew, yes, your favorite, actually mentions mm-hmm. that he's a businessman. And I laughed for about five minutes <laughs> because I'm a businessman. See, he goes, I'm here to deceive people because I work in marketing. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> You're you're really doing your profession proud, mate. Well done. (laughs) Business is like the the vaguest job description as well. (laughs) I do business. (laughs) Um, So then we have um, Craig once again looking for Idol and then there's a big storm approaching. So everyone's cleaning, clean bodies, doesn't matter anymore because you're all about to get wet and dirty from the the big storm. (laughs) Isn't Craig shaping up to be a power player? Like the perfect amount of sass. I I really like Craig. Yeah, and like my my favorite has switched from Nick to Craig. Yeah. I think as well. Yeah, the the Nick train. I think the Nick train's gone. <laughs> he could come back for me. Yeah, he could come back. But yes, yeah. it's all Craig all the time right now. Um. So then we have the immunity challenge where they're fighting, and they're doing the like the the basketball hoop, and they're in teams. Right. And you can tell. Right. You can tell how tiring this game is. Yeah. It seems so tiring. Just from the, the big boys just hugging each other and not letting go and that's all they have the strength to do is just big hugs for the entire time. Right, but this is also where Australian Survivor, like one of the hallmarks of Australian Survivor, which is mateship and playing the game right and loyalty and whatever, is starting to really come out because in this we have seen when this same sort of challenge appears in American Survivor, people have got grudges out of these games. That's absolutely true. Because people get real violent in them too. And they'll like pull hair. Right. And they, they, were, they were doing the wedgies in this one. Right, right. And we, we got some <laughs> nice zoom ins on those wedgies as well from yes. the cameraman. Um, but yeah, this, this is one of those ones that it's, it's, it's like... Like there would be this hard-fought battle and everyone would be exhausted and then there would just be hugs on both sides at the end of it. <laughs> Big boy hugs. Good challenge, lots of butt grabs, lots of hugs. Anyway, of course Sinapu wins, although Vavau did put in a pretty good effort. Kate got them a couple of shots, but Kate was, not enough for the, the big boys. Kate was amazing in this challenge. She was so She good. was really good. I think she, she played some high school netball, I'd have to say. I'd... I'd, I'd Fathom a guess. GS all the way. <laughs> or GA. Yeah. Either I mean, or. Either. either or. She was in it though. Yeah. They, they look good, but yes, of course, enough who wins. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> um, Rowan admits he has the idol, which was a bizarre thing to do. Didn't Really bizarre. We didn't really get that. Really bizarre. He tries to get Kat why Kat is, is also there, which is also... Weird move there, Rowan. Don't don't really understand why. Yeah. Um, and then they have uh, the tribal. Yes. 
Andrew, oh, before that, Andrew's a, I wrote Andrew being a dick. Yes. Uh, shooting ducks out of a barrel. Second time. <laughs> he thought that was such a good analogy. I'll use it twice. <laughs> and this was the one when I was like, I, is Andrew going to go? Like, this is this is unbelievable. Were, were you really, really excited? Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought there might be uh, more of a play at play here that just didn't happen. But surprisingly... Rowan gives the idol to Phoebe, unbeknownst to us, and Phoebe plays it, and then Rowan goes home. And that's two idols in a row that's been played, which is pretty exciting. And also, no, I did not see that coming. I did not see Rowan giving Phoebe the idol at all. Yeah, but I, I was happy. Because Phoebe stayed in and Rowan went out. I was really happy. Yeah, of course, the better player stayed in. Yeah, and like, how did Phoebe convince Rowan to give up an idol, like physically give it to her yeah. so she can present it to JP. She wasn't able to convince Christy and Kat to go with her. They both flipped. So now it seems mm. as though Phoebe is in a really tight spot because she's lost her closest ally and her, her other alliance have flipped right, on her. Right, right, So, And that's the end of episode one. And uh, also happy with the result though. See you, Rowan. Yeah, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> you, you're a beautiful idiot. See you later. <laughs> We'll miss your dancing and nothing else. (laughs) Okay, episode two. (laughs) So, Phoebe, we come back to Phoebe. She says Kat is dead to her, (laughs) which is fair. Kat's never been that great to her and then also tried to vote her out, so very fair. Um, Andrew says that he's the smartest guy out there and, yep, you'll be swimming with the fishes. That's when we got that. (laughs) And he says that he's a mob boss. Andrew's confidence is through the roof at this stage. Oh, God. Yes. Then we go over to Craig and he's once again looking for the idol again. They love... (laughs) They love... Have, having Craig mention that it's in an interesting tree and then showing the exact tree that it's in. I think they did that about 20 times. And it is an interesting tree, to be fair. It's it very is quite wide, an interesting tree. It's yeah. lovely. <laughs> and then, oh, I loved this. Phoebe's on the beach. Obviously, she's a bit down because she's a bit alone in the game. Cat comes over to try and console her, consoles mm. her for all of two seconds, and then just starts bitching about Rowan. This was hilarious because Cat is just play- <laughs> like she is setting back the clock fifteen years at least. The way that she, the way that she <laughs> will try and be friendly with people and then just do nothing but destroy relationships. It's incredible. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I'd be interested to see, like, Kat's opinion after watching the show and see if she thinks she was edited poorly or if she sees the error of what she was doing or if, she's, or if she thinks she played a good game. That would be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And she was a pretty, like, she was being cut to be one of the baddies, like a villain. Yeah. But she was one of the most boring villains I've ever seen. She did nothing. She just... <laughs> Couldn't play the game. She just complained. She anyway. called herself a dictator in the first episode and then bossed people around <laughs> and then did no, no playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll we'll bid her for farewell soon enough. Yep, and so then we go over and we see a bit of a Lee and, and Sammy bromance. They even mentioned the word bromance. People love that word. Yeah. And I think they said... Rip, ripping day so far, eh, mate? And it was the most Australian thing that has ever happened. And then also the most Australian thing that ever happened was just a little bit of light homophobia with just the like, oh, you know, if I was that way inclined, oh, but I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not that way <laughs> Oh, no, inclined. no, no, I'm not, definitely not. Don't worry, don't worry. Like <laughs> girls, love girls. Boobies, boobies. <laughs> 
Um, so then Phoebe looks for the idol and finds the idol, like which is amazing. Like, good job, Phoebe. That's a, an amazing thing to do. I mean, Craig's been looking for that idol for like seven episodes. Finally, the producers uh, go with the rules of Survivor, which you find show somebody searching for an yes. idol, even without a clue, and then they find it. And oh yes. god, how good! Also, I so really wanted Phoebe just to to the next time Craig goes out to search for it, just be standing there with the idol, going looking for this. <laughs> She needs to get on. Oh, that was the thing I didn't. Actually, can we just go back a little bit? Because mm. this is one of the things I didn't understand about Phoebe's gameplay again. Is why in the last episode, why didn't she advocate for Cat? Because I didn't. She wasn't really throwing a name. I guess she was kind of throwing Andrew into the ring. But Cat mm. was never going to vote with her. They would have been so willing to get out Cat. She wouldn't have had to use her or Rowan's idol, and she would have stayed with Rowan. And then she would have got. Cat out, which they would have been happy to do because Cat doesn't help and is on the other side of them. So I didn't really understand why she didn't push for Cat. I, I thought I think, that would have been a smarter move. I think because it wasn't there. I think the numbers weren't there. What do like, you mean? You can do that. The numbers when, were there. Well, but yeah, but only just because the thing is, like, when you're one or two up, that's when you can convince people to um, maybe. Um, come over and get rid of the most annoying person in the tribe. However... But no, but Kat wasn't on their side. Kat was, Kat was in the other side and she wasn't helpful. So I feel like it would have been best for everyone to get Kat out at that point. Like, it, I, I felt like... Like putting, like they can do Andrew the week after that. I felt like that week, it would have been smartest for them to go Kat. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was just my thought. That was one of my... Like, I don't understand why Phoebe isn't doing that moments. I mean, obviously, I have, uh, like, a bigger view of the game so like than she has because people wouldn't be telling her everything we're seeing. But that was one of the things I was like, come on, Phoebe, do that. It'll help your game. Sure, but lot, people were gunning for Phoebe. We know that, like, based on the vote. Yeah, so she can split, f- flip it over, flip it over to Kat, and then she wouldn't have been voted, well, almost voted out. Not if everyone's gunning for you. So... Yeah. Um, yep. Then we had um, the next challenge, which was the kind of the monkey bar challenge with the with the rods. <laughs> you say monkey bar challenge? I know exactly what you're talking about. Cat <laughs> um, is very slow. <laughs> also, there was some classy survivor editing going on here because I don't think that challenge was anywhere near as close as they made it look in the end. <laughs> I think Sanabu was absolutely wiping the floor with Vival there and they just had to do a Ooh. lot of like kind of reverse angle shots um, to make it look like it was close <laughs> and it wasn't at all. And I just didn't understand what Vival was doing either like because Sanabu was putting in the octopus pieces. They'd figured out it was an octopus and then they were putting them in to go with each other. Where Vival sort of just put mm. all the rods in, like it, cl- they clearly weren't making an octopus. <laughs> they were just putting the rods in the holes. We got to see a great moment of like a, one thing that I love is the Craig and Susie, Susie Q romance of just like <laughs> Craig going. Oh, I love how he calls her Susie Q. Yeah, it's like you got it, you got it, you got it, girl. Keep going, keep going. Anyway, once again, Sinapu clearly wins. By probably more than even what we're shown. Mm-hmm. And this is when Craig said, <laughs> this is when Craig, not Craig, this is when businessman said, um, for me as a businessman, I need to put my business clothes on, put on my hat and get down to business. 
which is so great. Classic business attire, one put hat. Put on my business clothes, put on my hat and get down to business. And also business clothes is this horrible pink shirt, <laughs> pink shirt. that has just been decayed. He's got a pink shirt and a fedora yeah. and he's doing some business. <laughs> Time to do some business. <laughs> also, did you love how whenever anyone was having a conversation, he would just lurk out of the shadows and just be there? Oh, my God. I've never seen a man be more persistent. It's kind of like at the end of a house party and you have the the, the single male just kind of lurking around. Aww. Just to check. Just to check. That's what it felt like. It felt gross. <laughs> what are you doing there, Andrew? Oh. Go away. This is clearly a conversation not including you. Why are you just coming, sitting down next to us and looking at the fire? <laughs> Go away, you weird man. <laughs> Um, so for me at this point, I thought if I was Craig, I'd want to get Cat out. And if I was Phoebe, I'd want to get Andy out. But then Craig does this cool thing where he's chatting to the girls and he says, for example, if I wanted to get Andy out, I would say we're getting Andy out tonight. And then he does this quick sideways glance to him that he can't see. And I thought that was like this awesome code to like say, we're getting Andy out. It was, I thought that was so cool. I don't think right. that is what he was doing, but it seemed like that's what he, what he was doing. Right. And, but the girls didn't pick up on, on it anyway, so it didn't matter. But I really loved that. I think Phoebe did. I think Phoebe picked up on it. Like and yeah. the, the side eye that Craig was doing was an amazing power play. It was cool. It didn't work anyway. Yeah, nobody voted. Like, when you look at the votes, though, of that episode, there was nothing towards Andrew, really, besides the, yeah. these, the, like, um, it was just kind of two unexpected votes. Explain this to me. This was the main Phoebe thing I didn't understand. Why did she tell Kat and Christy about her idol? I didn't. I see no benefits to that and only negatives. I have... No idea why she did that. That confused me so much. I absolutely agree with you. I do not understand why right? she told Kat. That's what I say about like her, some of her moves that are baffling to me. I don't even. I wouldn't have even told Christy. Yeah, it's they. They both flipped on you last time. Yeah. That even if you have them, you don't have the numbers anyway. They have the ability to go. They have a piece of information about you that they can use against you yeah. now. And having an idol also puts a target on your back. So I just did not understand that move at all. It hasn't bit her in the butt no. yet because luckily, and I don't think it will because I think Christie's. I think Christie's good with Phoebe. I think. Yeah, but also like of all the people to align yourself with, why cat? Like why? Why cat? And at the beginning of the episode, you said cat's dead to me. Cat's clearly not trustworthy. Cat clearly doesn't understand the game. Everything about it is just. Poor, I don't get it. But like still, I still think Phoebe's playing a better game than a lot of people, but it's just these singular moves that confuse me. Yeah, and it might be a downfall eventually because uh, maybe she's playing too hard. Yeah. But why would Phoebe tell Kat that she has an idol? Because that is the best bit of hidden information. Why tell anyone you have the idol? Yeah. Even if you're in a tight, like a, a strong, if, even if you're like Flick and Brooke and you're in a very strong two, like... Even then, you don't have to tell your number two you have an idol. Right. And then you can tell them later down the line and it's like, oh, great. Like, no one gets mad at you for not telling them that you had an idol because it's a 
like a big thing. <laughs> there was always this weird thing with um, Phoebe and Cat that it seemed like Phoebe was always trying to win back the affection of Cat or the yeah. trust of Cat, and I couldn't understand why because I think Cat was just so irrelevant to Phoebe's game. Really? Um, maybe Phoebe was just scrambling for a number wherever she could. I think instead of scrambling, instead of scrambling to have Cat, she should have been pushing to get out Cat. That would have been her better move. Anyway, Cat goes home, right. so <laughs> we're all good. I was so yeah. happy. See ya. <laughs> Bye, Cat. Yeah. Oh man, I you think- shouldn't have been in this. You should have gone out. Day two, but all right. <laughs> because it was coming down to Andrew v. Cat that episode, and yeah. I was like, I am completely fine with yep. either of these outcomes. <laughs> like, take me through the ad break as soon as possible. I do not mind who's getting out here. I, I hate those ad breaks during Tribal. I hate them. <laughs> Stop having ad breaks during Tribal. <laughs> you win a Whopper Junior. <laughs> anyway, so that's end of episode two. Then we get to episode three and we did something, they did something that um, this made my, my boyfriend Jordan, he, he's lost all respect for Kate because of this. He doesn't <laughs> like her anymore because she gonged everyone up. And then made them do I yoga. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And you loved it because you got to see businessman squirm <laughs> in the yoga. He was so bad at it. And Kate was like, we're going to shake something up. We're going to get up at dawn. We're going to do some yoga. Andrew looked so uncomfortable. I was like, mate, you could do with this. You could <laughs> You could do with a little bit of hippie in your life. He was you so unhappy. You could do with being in the here and the now, feeling the present, doing a little bit of meditation. This is exactly why you're never going to win this game. <laughs> I would love doing some yoga on the beach. I would not love someone coming to me in the morning with a gong and waking <laughs> me up and saying, everyone, we have to change up our games, guys. That would slightly know me. That being said, I don't mind Kate. Kate's fine. Yeah, Kate's great. I like Kate now. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She can't win, but I like her. And he's, I think he says, I don't do friggin' yoga. That was, that was another businessman quote I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go and we have a shot of, of Matt stroking his, his chicken and we have this mm-hmm. big chicken debate. And this is where... Chicken war. Chicken war. <laughs> this is where Matt convinces everyone not to kill the chickens, which... I love. I wouldn't kill the chickens. <laughs> I think it's great. I was all for that. Yeah, of course you would. Um, but Nick, bloody Nick, bedjo. <laughs> Nick, Nick, um, Nick, I think uses this very well and is like, look, guys, he convinced us all to do this like crazy thing that never happens on Survivor, and he just was able mm-hmm. to convince us and make it think look like it was our choice. And I think Nick was really like that was clearly what Matt did, and he did a great job. But it was, I think, it was smart of Matt to pick it up and use that against him. You mean Nick? Matt, no. Matt was really smart in being able to do that. He was able to convince everyone to let the chickens go. And I think what Nick is saying is completely right: is that he does have that ability to manipulate a group of people without letting them know they're being manipulated. But Nick is seeing that, which is a hallmark of Matt's game, right? Like just manages yeah. to get things to fall his way yeah. without anybody realising that Matt's game is just going along perfectly. Yeah. It's a great way to play. It's a bit of a Boston Rob way to play, I think. But Boston Rob, was, who was like a US player, was so much better at control. He used 
uh, the control of information to play in that way. He made sure that there was no inf- in one of his seasons. Right, right. Not his all of his seasons were perfect, but there was one season that he was like, "Yeah, you're doing a really good job." Yeah, he literally <laughs> said, job, "Nobody's allowed to talk without somebody else in my alliance being p- present." <laughs> like that buddy system. Yeah, the buddy system, right? <laughs> and so, so Matt's doing that, but yeah. way more amiably, like just going. Hey, we're all mates. We're all having a good time, but do exactly what I want. Do, yeah, we don't want to kill these chickens, do we, guys? Charlie, Charlie's angels. <laughs> they have um, they have a the next challenge, and they bring the chickens as though they're going to be able to swap them for something. What I think they should have done is they should have said, "Our reward for a reward, we got egg laying chickens. These chickens don't lay eggs." Ergo, we should get our reward, which is egg-laying chickens. Instead, they said, these chickens give us so many eggs and we're willing to give them up, so give us something instead. I like it how you you expected the tribe to bring out the terms and conditions of what JP said <laughs> and cash in based on what consumer law. <laughs> well, that's what they won. They won egg-laying chickens. <laughs> anyway, JP wasn't having a bar of it. Oh, so anyway, Nick, Nick, Nick. And I think also Nick did well and he went to Flick and I think that was the exact right person to go to as well in saying, hey, P.S., did you notice how Matt Master manipulated all of us? Oh, cool. Just putting that seed of doubt in your mind. All right, see ya. <laughs> yep. Yeah, see, this is why Nick's my fave. <laughs> and that was, a good, that was a good move. But also... I love Matt. <laughs> Matt's also crazy. So anyway, JP wasn't having a bar of the trade at all. No, of course not. And then they did one of my favourite um, favorite ever challenges, which is the one where they're holding the bags and they're walking around in the circle. Now, I think this was a really stupid idea to do at this point of the game because the, like, the deck is so clearly on one side <laughs> and this is all about strength. Right. And also how bad um, was the one team at like, the vow was just like, oh yeah, we'll keep six people while they have two because, you know, numbers is important in this challenge, which I guess it is in a way because the less numbers you have, the more weight you're carrying. But also you're only as fast as your slowest member in in this challenge. But I do have to say some of the... Some of the people in Sinapu, they, like, went out so quick. Like, they didn't give it anything. They, I think they're just sort of resting on their laurels. They're lucky they won, but, like, they're, they're, I feel like some of them could have put in a bit more effort. I know it's a really hard challenge, but oh. people were pushing themselves to the limit and then there were some people that just like, nah, I'm out. Sinapu all the way, of course, in this challenge because you got the two power men. Also, can I say, when, when, when JP announced the reward, which was the chocolate reward... Everyone in Sinapu, so excited. They, they, they tried not to show Vavau, but the little shots they did have of Vavau, Vavau wasn't excited at all because they knew there was no way they were winning this challenge. Like, it's like, and you're going to have chocolate. And Sinapu's like, yes. And Vavau's like, oh, I guess, guess they're going to have chocolate. Sinapu, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're definitely having chocolate tonight. So they, Sinapu obviously wins. <laughs> I loved it when they won too because they saw the chocolate and it was it was just like if there had been Hungry Jacks plastered on it, it would have been the best ad for Hungry Jacks ever. <laughs> uh, instead, it was generic no-name chocolate. Yeah, no sponsors there. With hungry people see chocolate for the first time, especially Nick. Nick, for some <laughs> reason, just loves chockies. <laughs> Nick, did he? 
I, I thought Sam, I thought Sam was the yeah. biggest fan. Sam made himself sick. He is. It was the. It was the best editing. I loved it, and you could tell it was coming from a mile away because they're all. They haven't eaten anything in so long. Their like digestive tracts are weird at the moment. Then like th- like right. chugging down a liter of chocolate milk. <laughs> like there's obviously <laughs> you're gonna feel awful after this. And and they have a point where Sam's like, I don't care if I vomit. I don't care if I feel sick. This is the best. And then they cut to him just looking awful. Right, just passing out on his stomach. I've done something just going, terrible. Oh. This was a terrible idea. I don't feel well at all. Milk was a poor choice. <laughs> it was so fun. And you and you knew that's ex- like even when they announced that the reward was chocolate, I was like, there's going to be some vomits and some, some sloppy, sloppy poos. <laughs> <laughs> like like in the last challenge, the mud challenge, how they're all washing themselves in the water and they're going, the water's turning ew, brown. Ew, Matt. Same thing. Same Gross. thing. <laughs> um, so then while they're feeling very full and sickly satisfied, they decide to set the chickens free, which made me very happy. I love it when they set the chickens free. Yeah, and then the chickens didn't um, seem to run off. They just seemed to hang out. They'll probably be back at the camp later. Also, I love Nick going, I'm just going to chase them with a machete. <laughs> just have some secret protein. No, just keep. Just let them have a free life now. They'll have a great time. A free life in Samoa that they're not equipped for, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So, then we have... Um, Kate, Christy and Phoebe having a chat and they're talking about Andy and it's clear that Kate isn't an Andy fan. So I feel like, yes, Christy and Kat, Kate, oh, not Kat, Christy and Phoebe. Which makes me like Kate more. This is a, <laughs> this is a good, this is a good way to go. Um, and, um, obviously that's a one way we can go for the tribal because you're definitely not winning immunity. So when you have a vow, you've got to be constantly planning for who you're going to kick out next. Absolutely. Andrew loves that as well. He's just like, okay, cool. Didn't he say that famous quote as well? Like just, um, I feel like challenges get in the way of my favorite bit of survivor, which is voting people out on tribal council. <laughs> if you're in tribal council, you are losing survivor. That is what is happening. <laughs> He's an idiot. He was such an idiot. <laughs> so they, I do think that they could, at this point, like the people that who were making Survivor could like make the deck a little bit more even by making challenges that are like me. I know they have puzzle, puzzle geniuses on that side, but like sometimes they'll have things that are all about endurance or they'll have something that's like based on your weight. Like you have to hold this up for as long as you can, but it's like a percentage of your weight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly but what But all saying. of the challenges have been strength-based and there's no chance at all that, that Vival's going to win. You know what? I'm still enjoying it. I love watching Vival lose. I'm loving it. <laughs> I love a whitewash. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're going to love it until someone like Craig gets voted out and then we'll be sad. Nah, Craig's in control. He's fine. <laughs> so, um, Cra- th- I want Craig and Phoebe to be a power couple. That's what I want. No, to but see Craig happen. and Jenna are a good couple. No. Jenna, no. <laughs> well, I guess I need to trust your instincts slightly more because mine have been a bit off. Craig and Phoebe—that's what I want to see working it together. So, next off, the next chat, the immunity challenge we have is we have um, them throwing the ball, the coconuts into the nets, and they have to hold on for as long as they can. Right. And Craig, once again, targeted. is just amazing at this. Yeah, but also gets... I mean, he's com- very targeted, yeah. but he does 
so well. Sam has about half of the coconuts that Craig has and yeah. is struggling and Craig just stands there like a statue. And then <laughs> Sue puts up an amazing fight as well. But I think everyone was giving like, oh, Sue really was the winner of that challenge. Guys, Craig held on for so long. Also. <laughs> Let's give Craig some some claps, please. How long do you think Felicity would have lasted? Yeah, she had nothing in her thing. <laughs> I think it was actually pretty close in the end. Yeah. And I, I think that was, they need, yeah. I think they could have, could have, nah, they couldn't have. They couldn't have won. <laughs> also, why was Andrew so tired in that challenge? He was so bad. He was kind of walking back He'd and run forth. run a marathon. He'd just throw it up a little bit, not even get close. Like he, I think he lost it for them. If they had like a, maybe. Again. Oh, I guess Cat wouldn't have been any better either. Oh, Vival. Again, the producers hated Andrew because every time they th- Show that guy throwing a coconut, it missed the net by a mile. <laughs> um, so the vow, yes, they lose, but not by a, a huge amount. And really, at this point, they should be losing by a huge amount. So, like, st- stellar effort, especially for Craig and Sue, who put up a really mm-hmm. good fight. Um, so then it's the question of Andy or Christy who's going home. Um, Andy actually approaches Christy. And does a little but why not fist Phoebe? bump. Why, why, why was it Christy? Why, why? I don't know. Maybe he's intimidated by her. I don't know. It's bizarre. But before Tribal, Andy says, he's he said something like, he's a puppet master dictator. <laughs> like just mixing metaphors once again. <laughs> <laughs> also, Andy and his fist bump. That was one of the lamest <laughs> moments I've ever seen. And you can see it in Christy's eyes that she's like, "What? what is happening? What, why are we doing this? What, yeah. what, what are you doing to me? Why is this man talking to me? Please leave me alone. I'm not going to side with you. <laughs> but again, this is like Andrew's version of playing the game, which is like just, I love these people who are so blissfully unaware of how unpopular they are socially. Well, I'd like, I would love to sit in the room while they're watching it back. <laughs> I think I think he'd have some some things to say. Yeah. He'd say I'm as mad as a fox in a hat. <laughs> in all my years of business, I've never been defamed in this way. <laughs> I wonder how his business transactions are going. Anyway, he gets voted <laughs> out. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And everything's right in the world. And he seemed totally blindsided as well. He was just going, oh, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. How? How can you not see it coming? The second you don't see your own, um, like, eviction is the second that you're losing at playing Survivor. And he, like, they're right in that all he was offering them was loyalty. And that's, what do you, like, that's not a great skill. No. I'm bad at challenges. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I'm not very fun to be around. I don't help around camp. Yeah, but also I'm loyal. And I and like I do have the ability. I don't even think he would be loyal because he's always talking about stabbing people's backs. Also, he got so like upset that his name got written down at all yep. that like he's clearly like going to be a paranoid person. Also, how did you not know your your name was thrown out there when your name was written down the tribal before? Also, lest we forget, a couple of weeks ago when he tried to get out Craig, like just tried to suggest to Susie, yeah. hey, maybe we vote out Craig, her best friend in the game. And she quickly said, do not make me consider that because I'm not going to do that. And then he was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> business, business. What a great eviction. What a great, the tribe has spoken. Uh, stop calling them evictions. What is this, big brother? Who are you? Well, you go, toss out, island removal. 
Um, yeah, I was so happy. I was <laughs> island removal. I was so happy when that happened, and he just looked. He still had that smug look on his face the whole tribal council. And then when he left, I, he looked so <laughs> confused, and I was like, "Oh yes, see you later, dickhead." So who's the vi- <laughs> who's the villain now? Who who's our villain? Nick. Nick, no. Phoebe. No. No. They're playing the game. I don't know if we have a villain. Uh, no, everyone left is everyone left is the heart and soul of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how those heart and souls go in week five. What day, a great week for us. They hit day 20 in this week. And I was like, well, that's halfway. No, it's not. It's about a quarter of the way. Nope. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyway, here's where I, just final thoughts from me. Here's what I loved about this week. Okay. There were, there were Absolutely. idols being played. There was blindsides. There was interesting tribal councils. There was times where I literally didn't know who was going to get voted out, but I I was happy with any outcome as well. So I feel like it's starting to hit its stride now, Australian Survivor. Yeah, I, I, I loved it as well. And then also the dickheads got out. The more, the, 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 the more dickheads they get out, the better the game is. <laughs> <laughs> and also we're starting to see some real faves as well, some people who are playing and some people. Yeah, and some people who are making some pretty cool moves. But here's the thing. Is that being all of it. said, American Survivor like starts next week. So Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a, a real comparison. We're still seeing a lot of talk about loyalty and um, mateship. Loyalty, and, honesty. Um, what? Great week. Great week of Australian Survivor. It was a um, great week on Survivor and we're Survivor mates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amberly. Thank you, Matt. See you next week. Yeah. Goodbye.